And uh, we're here to talk about faith and comic books. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Fanboy Theology. I'm Chris. I'm Brett. And I'm Mikey. And Mikey, uh, he's, this is his first episode, and he is our resident comic book expert and graphic novel professional. Thanks. If you will. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept that title. <laughs> and specifically today, we want to talk about my favorite superhero of all time, Batman. Actually, is it Mikey? Is that your favorite superhero as well? Or do you... Um, has he been dethroned? Nah, he's probably the favorite, for okay. sure. As far as comic books go, absolutely. We've seen a lot of iterations of Batman, like even starting in the, the Tim Burton ones, yeah. and then uh, Joel Schumacher, who has since apologized for Batman for forever. For the bat nipples. And, yeah, bat nipples, all that <laughs> stuff. Um, but then we were exposed to freaking Christopher Nolan. Oh, my gosh. It, and... What I realized, after, because that's what got me into Batman and investigating all of the comics and uh, ca- cartoons that came before. I watched the animated series way back when, but then got a higher appreciation for it, of course, as an adult. Same. Yeah, and uh, Batman Beyond. It's just, this mythos has just evolved into something that is just so beautiful, and I want to investigate that today, of why is Batman... Uh, like yeah, sure. Superman is the king of the pantheon of DC, but why is Batman just latch onto your heart? One of the reasons, and we've talked about this before, of Marvel versus DC. Marvel loves to keep the characters grounded in a a, a sense of humanity, in that these are real people going through real struggles. DC kind of is stuck in a corner because they have basically a god, Superman. Yeah. They have an immortal, <laughs> Amazon. Wonder Woman, uh, Green Lantern, who can make uh, his will into anything he wants, including a shield, uh, a Martian Manhunter, who's existed for eons, yeah. uh, like name name them, and they're basically put them up against the Joker. The Joker's going to get his butt kicked. Yeah, um, Batman, it's a struggle with the Joker, but. Batman can take down uh, any one of the DC pantheon yeah. because of who he is. He's still a human, but he's he uses his intelligence. Why that's a key to why people like Batman is we could be Batman. If we worked hard right. enough, if we studied long enough, if we improved our logic, we could be Batman. He's reproducible. He's not gets struck by lightning in some experiment. And yeah. He gets and he becomes a flash. Or you are from Krypton and you land on Earth and so the sun makes you impervious to bullets. You're Superman. That's not going to happen to any of us. Batman is the essence of what it means to be a disciple in the sense of he's devoted himself so much to a cause that he becomes in uh, Liam Neeson's word in, in Batman Begins of you devote yourself so much to an ideal you become more than a man. Yeah. And going back to Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises, uh-huh. uh, that world technically is not Batman, but it's more of a huge, like it's set in our reality. Even better of what I think that makes, makes that trilogy so much better is that we wouldn't ever see a Superman in this reality, which is why they have to reboot it mm-hmm. for these next movies. There's an awesome comic that's called The Dark Knight Returns, and it was one of the first comics I read of Batman, and you'll see large, or large pieces of Batman versus Superman come from this comic. Even the suit is almost an identical ripoff of that. And in it, we see the story of Batman retired, and, and here, Mikey, actually, you could probably say it a little bit better than me. Yeah, so Batman is is retired for like 20 years or something. He's pretty old, but the city reaches a breaking point of just despicable crime and everything going on, so 
Batman comes back out of retirement. He kicks way too much ass <laughs> <laughs> for my heart to handle when reading it without screaming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He ends up, the, the very gang of people who are threatening to take over his city, he basically infiltrates and turns them as disciples as, of him, known as the Sons of Batman, and now they, these people who were a lost cause before in causing chaos are now on Batman's side and are empowered by him. Not only that, but like you have this preteen girl who turns into Robin. I mean, she doesn't have any skills on her own that could help her to take on the whole Gotham City or take on the Joker or all these other, Superman or all these other things, but through Batman's strong will and his beliefs and everything, he transfers that over to the people who align with him. And now all of a sudden, Robin, this little girl, is able to be a badass and take care of Batman and fill in all the gaps. Yeah. I think in each one of the kind of Batman mythos have that either passing on or bringing up somebody underneath. Mm. I mean, you can look at the end of Dark Knight Rises and it sets up for um, Blake. Yeah, Blake to take and become Nightwing. Yeah, Batman, he's, uh, he's about disciples. He's about investing into next generation. And, and we see that, of course, in the Bible. Jesus does that. He invests into the 12, and the 12 then invest into uh, deacons and the structure of the church and acts and all that other stuff. But in Frank Miller's world of the Dark Knight Returns, superheroes have been outlawed. And Superman is the only operating superhero, and he's... Uh, he, he's in bed with the government. Ronald Reagan l literally meets with Superman and says, take Batman out. And Superman goes, no, 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 I'm, give, me a, give me some time, I'll talk him off the ledge, and if I can't, then I'll kill him. Mm -hmm. uh, Batman challenges Superman, they meet a year later in Crime Alley, and then uh, they fight, and that's when that suit from, we, we see it in Batman versus Superman, takes Superman down, and then Batman just starts beating the hell out of Superman to the point of his heart stops. Bruce Wayne keels over and dies. And then they have a funeral. Superman as Clark Kent shows up. Cassandra Cain, the new Robin, shows up. The funeral ends. Superman goes to walk away, and then he stops in his tracks because he hears something, and he hears a heartbeat. And Cassandra Cain looks over at him and basically gives him the eyes of don't say anything. And what's happening is... Here we are, and it's three days later, and Bruce Wayne's resurrecting in his grave. Yeah. And then he takes the Sons of Batman to the next level in that he pours himself into this organization to just go and take down crime. So here, here we are, and long has been a hypothesis of us that saying good stories reflect the story of Christianity, and here it, totally. it, they are taking story beats straight yeah. up out of Jesus uh, Jesus' playbook in that Batman dies, he's resurrected three days later, and then, quote-unquote, the Holy Spirit comes in that the sons of Batman go out into the world and enact as yeah, well. they're empowered to do what was intended from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that ain't a bunch of fanboys sitting here going, oh, what about this theory? That's, no, that's, <laughs> that's in the comic. That's a, that is Frank Miller using things that are within our whole humanity of we've heard that story over and over and over again through the bible but then also through tons of other mythologies of our hypothesis is not that all stories come from the bible but that the bible is ingrained in our hearts yeah. and so all the stories that came before then that was us longing 
to hear that story. Whether there's uh, an ancient Egyptian god who dies and is resurrected three days later, or that god is born through a woman, all those things, we've seen that before, and it happens even before Jesus, and that's often an argument against Christianity. Mm -hmm. No, that's an argument for Christianity in that... It's humanity longing for that story beat to come up, yeah. so they'll make one up. It's in our DNA, in other it, words. Yes, and eternity is on the hearts of men. Yeah. Batman's resolve and why, we, why I think a lot more people relate to Batman and what I think it taps into what humanity's looking for in Christ's story with us is that Batman's resolve is grounded in a past event, in his, the death mm-hmm. of his parents. What a point even to be brought up is... Batman is not punching the Joker whenever he punches the Joker. He's punching Joe Chill in that he's going, if I stop the Joker tonight, that means somebody's parents are still going to live and they don't have to become me. Hmm. It's a, he, he is, and nothing can change that about Batman. What I think that brings up for us in that as we're walking with Christ, as we are trying to live out this faith life, the depth of faith we focus on Christ in the past and Christ on the cross and what he did for us, that past event is going to increase our confidence in the forward vision of the coming kingdom of God. And we get to have a part in that. We get to become a son of God, just like they can become sons of Batman after Batman died and rose again. We can do that with Jesus as well. Yeah, just even like the parallel of looking like what you said, Batman is grounded and focused on this event in the past that happened to him, you contrast that with us believing in the death and resurrection of Jesus. And like, if we, f- if we focused and hone in on that, the same way Batman is disciplined in, in honing in on what he is all about, that he's, because of that, he's elevated to above basically God tier level in the universe. I mean, he can take down the entire Justice League. And it's like in the same way with the Holy Spirit and belief in Jesus, we have the power that rose Jesus. We, we basically are elevated to above, above just a normal human because we have God living within us, you know? Absolutely. So we can't, with Jesus in us, we can take down the Supermans or whatever kind of unbelievably powerful enemy looms over us, you know? Yeah. And two, like, you look at the world and the way that they look at things, and it's always uh, looking towards the future, looking towards the future, and the future is unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By grounding ourselves in that past and that single point of Jesus' death and resurrection, we have something that we can always build on, whereas mm-hmm. the world is building towards an uncertainty. Okay, so to recap, why Batman is just such a superior story to get into when it comes to comic books and movies is that Batman is not only relatable as a human because he's not an alien, nor is he uh, have imbued, yeah, an enhanced <laughs> individual. He's just a human who is extremely intelligent, which you can work for, and he's also extremely strong, which he worked for as well. Well, it comes down to discipline. Absolutely. In, yeah. in any case, he's just a disciplined person. And as much discipline as we can have, we can also get closer to being <laughs> Batman, which I would absolutely love to be Batman. <laughs> uh, but then also, that's what makes him stand out from the DC pantheon, and we see that in another comic called uh, Tower of Babel, Batman has a contingency plan to take down every single one of the Justice League. So all of these gods that could just vaporize the earth, 
this man is able to not only take them down and know so much about them, he could punch this god in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's what he does in the comic we talked about of Dark Knight Returns, is that in the end, Batman's victory is not defeating Superman, it is <laughs> taking one swing at him and connecting and having it hurt him because yeah. Superman's invincible. And uh, we could also see the devil plays a re- very real role in the Bible as, and as well as in our lives. Us taking a swing, we're not going to defeat the devil, but we can resist him. Mm-hmm. And God gives us that power even to the point of if we take a swing, we will connect and that, that is the victory that we can have as yeah. Christians. All right, so guys, thank you so much for listening. And so keep your ears open for next week when we have a new episode as we try to get this out every week. And uh, always check out our blog at fanboytheology.com and interact there. Uh, there's a comment section that you can put questions, and we'd love to address them. Um, but until next week, I'm Chris. I'm Brett. And Mikey. And we'll see you there.